You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Oh my God. Listen up, ragamuffins. We encourage each and every one of you to drink deeply from the cup that is Fair Riverdale. Your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello? Brian of Hobo. Welcome to Thistle House. We are Kapow, the pop cultured podcast, and we've got some Riverdale to talk about. Good evening. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Ending, guys. There is an end in sight. It's the only reason I'm still doing that. We're 100 episodes deep, but we know there's an end. We just got word Riverdale's ending after season seven. So we've, we've still got plenty. We've still got yeah. the all of season six, and we got a full season seven to go. We're not going to be deprived of anything. No. We're going to wrap it up in their own fashion. Season seven's not going not gonna to premiere until uh, the middle of the season. Until we're, uh, we're good and ready. That's right. <laughs> so our last episode was talking about chapter 100. Which I is think a mind-blowing <laughs> multiverse of madness, maple madness. <laughs> and part five of that five-part River Vale run of episodes. So now it's back to normal, right? We're going back to the regular. Yep, all well, normal. Yep. Yeah. Normal. I don't think I've ever described the show as normal. Right. <laughs> so oh. Season six, episode six, chapter 101 unbelievable ah we start out at the coopers they're trying to explain about the bomb to the thunder uh and how they slid under the table to save themselves and jughead was in the garage and that's how they survived and Thunder's wanting him to go to the hospital. <coughs> and they're like, uh, well, Jug, Jug doesn't have any insurance. He's like, ah, you know. So she's like, well, Betty's going. So she's going to take her to the hospital. Um, But Uncle Frank takes Archie over to the, you know, next door. And he's like, where exactly, excuse me, where exactly did you hide? Because the place is freaking destroyed. <laughs> you know, and, and it's a little confusing. And, but then they hear... What what do they hear? Is that Bingo? There's a whimper, a dog whimpering. Under Bingo. The that was his name, though. And they got him out. And I'm like, who's Bingo? I don't remember Bingo. I barely remember Bingo from the. When was Bingo a thing? It, he was um that Bingo was, was Vegas. I remember Vegas. No, yeah. Bingo is the emotional support army dog. Save their lives. Remember, there was a there was an actual bingo. He was a guy, and he died. I I don't believe that. I I always picture bingo as a dog. No, (laughs) we were introduced even in the foxhole in the army. I picture (laughs) (laughs) anyway. At pops. Bingo had four broken legs is the thing. That's We're the not there yet. There. Oh, what? <laughs> <Settle> down. <sighs> Jughead g- tells Tabitha 
you know, that this explosion on Elm Street is a big story. So uh, he's going to go write it. And as he leaves, the bell rings on the door and it starts giving this high-pitched sound in his ears. It's freaking him out. Mm. So <clears throat> at then we get at T.T. and Fang's apartment, which we still don't have a good name for. What's the T.T. Oh, and Fang's apartment? Tang's. Tang's apartment. I like it. <laughs> quick, quick. Uh, they're telling Kevin that they're dating. They're still both queer, but they're yeah, dating. Yeah, it makes they no make sense. Sure that, so, and, and Kev's well, out no, of the picture. <clears throat> well, they're still both bi. So that's what they're trying to tell him. And then uh, Sheriff calls about the bomb. Calls Kev. Then uh, Thistle House, Britannia, interrupts Cheryl's scholarly research. She's reading a witchcraft book. And Cheryl says, the curse against Jedediah and Archibald and, and whatever the name for Betty was. Was that for realsies? <laughs> <laughs> then she's like, where's the parchment curse? I was, I read. Where's the, where's that? Nana's like, I burned it. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the, they take Bingo to the vet. Spoilers from Jordan. The, uh, Frank says, uh, Uncle Frank said, did you call Molly Ringwald? And Archie's like, well, I didn't want to worry her. He's like, well, her house blew up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Uncle Frank has a point. You probably call someone when their house blows up. I mean, yeah, Riverdale is a sliding scale of what's important enough to call Molly Ringwald. (laughs) uh, Her house blowing up is probably on the way. A great line. The vet vet walks out and says, are you Bingo's dad's? (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, Bingo's alive, but all four legs are broken. And I just stopped, paused, and just laughed my ass off. I was <laughs> like, "What an insane line to say!" Just, like, I was like, I didn't know where this was going, so I was like, "Why? Why are all four legs?" <laughs> just so weird. Oh, so back at uh, Jugatha's apartment. He's trying to type us that story and he hears the high pitch again. She brings home some pops takeout. It was definitely not pancakes because it was not in the special pancake container. Yeah. Um, he's trying to expose the ram <coughs> with his story. I said this show wrote Hiram off of it and yeah. still can't let, let go. it go. Let go. Let get past Hiram. We can't. Um, at the White Worm, Fangs wants to go nuclear on the ghoulies. But what about baby Anthony? It's going to be a problem. Well, the... That's my other favorite thing about this show. is like, never just call me Anthony. No. It's every single He's time. Still baby. Like baby Anthony. He's still baby. Uncle baby Anthony. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle baby, baby Anthony. Anthony. So, <laughs> the ghoulies have a new leader. Twilight twist yeah. oh boy and at thistle house cheryl says you know the best way to nullify a curse is cliff oh my god <laughs> i love asking somebody who's eight episodes ahead, yeah. <laughs> what's the best way to nullify a curse and mm. there's enough of it in this episode that you could possibly remember is it is it involved maple syrup no. it does not no 
but it does involve uh, bees. <laughs> I'll just tell you, you have to use reversing candles made of beeswax mm. as the candles burn. She was queen of the bees, remember? Yeah. As the candles burn, the curse melts away. It takes about 24 hours. And then she lays down these voodoo dolls in front. And has Archie, like little red hair and an R on his jacket. And Jughead's doll has a crown. That's amazing. Um, she says, a new age of wonderment is upon us. I screenshotted that because I, I figured I could get some use out of that. Yes. So good. So good that talking. means magic is we're done with River Vale. We're done with the alternate yeah. reality stuff. So we are saying magic is real in Riverdale continuity. It's canon. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft is canon. Yes. Uh, it, uh, I, as far as I'm concerned, it always happens. Check. So at the hospital, because Betty, Thunder made Betty go to the hospital, she's being kept overnight for observation. She's got a couple cracked ribs, but other than that, she's okay. Um, <clears throat> back at Thistle House, uh, Cheryl checks on the candles. They're not burning. Oh, that's right. I and remember that. We're, we're not sure why. She kind of looks suspiciously at Nana when Nana says, perhaps it was a night breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Nana's acting a little sketchy in this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. It's, well, she always looks sketchy because of her milky eyes. Well, yeah. It's more sketchier than normal. Yeah. The hospital, Betty sees a glow around Trevor the orderly. Mm. <clears throat> He's got an like, aura. Yeah, something up with that guy. He's got a weird aura. So at uh, Jugatha's place, Jug is just out of it. But then the wall, the wall beat journal wants to run his article nationally. To They all want to nail the ram. The, the, the country does. <laughs> <laughs> at the coopers veronica wants to help they want to just freaking everybody's against the rant not even he's not even getting paid to be on the show anymore yeah at the el royale archie has gained 27 pounds <laughs> it's all pancake weight <laughs> i don't know somebody's eating uh at the coopers uh thunder says that Sure, the nurse had her throat slit at the hospital. That seems suspicious. Odd to bring up. Out of the blue. The Pembroke, uh, Veronica calls her sister, Hermosa, about the ram. You know, how he's caused this problem. Uh, Betty goes, stops by the FBI, and asks Ag- Agent Lynn, any guess, you, they've told you on the show, any guess what Agent Lynn her first name is. Curious if you can remember her first name. I don't know how much she's on after these two episodes. There was an Agent Foster, right? There was a Silence of the Lambs reference. Mm-hmm. Right. I, don't, I don't remember Agent Lynn. I don't know if there's any freaking reference, but I just thought it was a weird first name to go with Lynn. It's Marsha. <laughs> anyway. Um, she... Uh, she wants her to lock on to Trevor. You need you need to look into him because because there's something suspicious about him. She doesn't say that she sees a weird aura or anything magical. He glows. On. Yeah, he glows a little bit. At the Pembroke, 
veggie uh we're talking she and she says she wants to have the ram killed she's just gonna fucking have him killed uh the fbi glenn hits on betty this freaking guy won't go away he won't i had completely forgotten about him oh you can't forget about glenn he's hitting on betty and he he calls archie a pipsqueak when she brings him up he doesn't know that he's just gained 27 right that's 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 factually inaccurate and he yeah he starts glowing so she knows there's something wrong it's got that red aura she knows well there's something wrong with glenn as mm-hmm. if we didn't know that. I don't need to see his aura no. to know that Glenn is bad news. <clears throat> Molly Ringwald comes home when she heard her house blow up. So she comes home, says, you could have died. Your father protected you. I I agree. I think he came back and protected him. Uh, the casino, Veronica is going to pay Anita this hitman to uh kill the ram how much is she gonna pay him? one million dollars two million dollars the rams were two million dollars um at the worm they meet twyla from the ghoulies she says the ram was paying them to kill archie mm. so watch out uh so they're not going to have any part of that. They want to kill Archie. So Archie is working on the house and he walks by a nail and it drags across his arm and rips his shirt, but it doesn't even make a nick on it. Mm-hmm. Do anything. He fought a bear. So what's he do? He starts punching the walls <laughs> to see how strong he is. He just starts punching walls in his own house. Well, it's not his house yet. But he thinks he's like, I'm Superman. So... He's unbreakable, baby. I thought we were going to go full unbreakable. I thought he was going to start lifting paint cans. Yeah, put on a poncho. Um, when I saw that, when I realized he was unbreakable, I heard Chadwick Boseman's voice in my head. I heard, get this man a hoodie. <laughs> he's got to go out there and fight the crime. Get he's this got. man a hoodie. <laughs> um, so, Fangs and T- Tang... Tell Archie to be careful uh, uh, because of the ghoulies. And he's like, hey, hang out at the docks, right? Like, yeah, because he's Mr. Tough Guy now. Oh, yeah. God. As usual. As if he ever needed to be um, oh, unbreakable to uh, no, be we've fighting been, the whole gang. We've been pro Archie since his red circle days, and he didn't wear a He should have freaking then. painted a big red circle on he his should've. chest. That would have been amazing. Season's not over yet. That's true. (laughs) The Thistle House, uh, candles are out again. Uh, So she she tells Britannia, uh, it's time to catch the septuagenarian saboteur crimson handed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Agent Marshall Lynn says, uh, Trevor is sketchy. He used, he, he'd spent a little time at Shankshaw. He was into drugs. Well, they uh, there's some drugs at the hospital. Maybe he's trying to steal drugs, and that's why he slit this nurse's throat. So, also, Marcia says that Glenn told her that, oh, yeah, Betty had punched Glenn 
when he was hitting on her and stuff and he had the aura so he covers it up like elon musk this week and he says well you guys uh we almost banged he tells lynn and uh she accidentally elbowed him you know um so at the docks archie goes down there to start some crap with the ghoulies the ass beating is off screen we don't see it then at the hospital reggie's with his dad his dad's supposedly dying and they're on the wall there's a sign that says there is a hepatitis a outbreak (laughs) which i don't know why that's there but it was very blatant that there's a hepatitis a outbreak so Veronica leaves. She's starting to feel sentimental because Reggie's dad's dying. So she's starting to feel bad about, you know, I don't know, putting a head out on her dad. Yeah. So maybe again, that the, was a little too far. In the course of one episode, Veronica flip-flops mm. with her family allegiances. Yes. Like she constantly. Always. So she tries to call an- Anato and he says, it's done. He sends her a pic of a dead ram. So... At uh, Elroy, at the El Royale, Betty's there, and Archie comes in just covered in ghouly br- blood. And all I could think was, "There's an Hep A outbreak." <laughs> <laughs> He's unbreakable. He can't. Get but he does not have a scratch. He says. So I was like, "Oh, okay." I wonder if they like meant that to make me feel better. Um, actually, you get Hep A oral fecal, so you can't. You don't really get it from blood. But anyway. At Pops, Jug is mopping, and he can't hear one of the customers asking him for a pancake box. And uh, so he's starting to realize he's losing his hearing. The hospital, Betty confronts Trevor. Trevor pulls a scalpel, and Archie comes by him and says, I wouldn't do that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's vigilante and all over the place. Yeah. Says, I wouldn't do that, bro, unless you want me to break both arms. And she, and Betty just like, he'll do it, too. You know, <laughs> this she, is like peak Archie. This is what yeah, Archie has always yeah. wanted to but be. She's like totally into it. Like She's like, he will totally break both your arms. You should see his dog. I'm down for that. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, that would be pretty funny if he would have been just like, look at bingo. Right. <laughs> Look what I did to your dog. Well, that's How many legs dog. have you got, bro? <laughs> yeah. So at the bar, uh, Betty tells Archie she sees threatening auras, you know. And he's like, that's cool. Watch this. And he stabs himself with that scalpel and doesn't get hurt. And he's like, I'm worried I might hurt you. And she's like, you can't hurt me because I'll see the danger in your aura. Duh. And she tells him about Glenn being handsy. Oh, well, I know where that's going to go. At Thistle House, we see Britta is the one blowing out the candles. And she says, I'm not Britta. <laughs> She's Abigail. Lord. So Cheryl tells Nana about Britta being possessed. And she's like, we have to do an exorcism. And So this whole thing is the curse of the... Yeah. Oh, you're going to try to explain this? I'm trying to remember myself. The the ancestors, Archibald, so Abigail put a curse on the ancestors. Because they burned her as a witch. Right. Okay. So Cheryl wanted to lift the curse. 
because she has gotten over it finally. Mm-hmm. But Abigail won't let her. That's what's happening. Something to do with when she read this the parchment and stuff, trying to lift her, where she caused something. Also, yeah. So if these candles Don't burn out, Cheryl has forgiven her friends, and everything would be kosher. But Abigail won't. She's a restless spirit. Won't let yeah. her. Out. Okay. So Nana says no to exorcism. Yes to banishment. Banishment. <laughs> that sounds pretty close. Um, banishment. Um, then we get Percival Pickens shows up at the Andrews house. He wants to buy it, and no, he is not a character from the comics. Did you uh, Google that? I did. You Google that, and uh, the show writer whatever his name is, Roberto said he wanted him to be more of like a Stephen King character showing up in town. Hmm. I didn't get that vibe whatsoever. No. Unless he's supposed to be like the guy that, uh, like the guy that ran needful things, just kind of a prissy, whatever. Anyway. The his FBI... business card says Percival Pickens entrepreneur. Hmm. I was like, that's a pretty sweet business yeah. card. That's, that's pretty vague. <laughs> That's pretty no. uh, Michael K. Easton. Yeah. <laughs> the illustrious, illustrious person. The illustrious one. Yeah. Um, Businessman. So, <laughs> business is good. <laughs> That's what it should say on the back. Business is good. <laughs> oh. That's the next, that's the next uh, Kickstarter uh, reward. Yeah. Your own business, custom-made business card. So at the FBI, Glenn shows up and all the guys have been reassigned. It's only women working there. And he's under investigation for sexual harassment. Time's up, Glenn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he, how little does he know how time's up it is? So the hospital, Jug is basically deaf now. He's got 98% deafness in his left ear, 87 in the right. Uh, at the bar, Archie and Molly Ringwald are talking and he's like sell the house to me mom i never went to college so i have all that money yeah he's got his gi bill so pembroke veronica's crying because her dad's dead reggie's dad's better it's all fine now um this house they tied up britta and they keep repeating, spirit, we compel you. And they say all this stuff to try to rid her of this. And then we see Getting that. rid of Britta. She's a GDB. <laughs> She's a GDB. Uh, Nana has uh, she has secretly... a Chevy, Chevy Chase song there from Community. Yeah. Nana has a, secretly has a spider brooch in her hand or like a little little jeweled spider or something in her hand. At the worm, Twyla comes in and declares war on the serpents because Archie kicked their asses. So then we get Archie. Archie goes to the FBI to kick Glenn's ass. Then at Thistle House, Abigail slash Cheryl blows out the candles. Mm. We realize... That Nana has placed her and Cheryl with the incantation. What a twist. It was Nana's plan all along. <clears throat> yep. Um, Kev 
This will uh, make a great story 50 years from now when Nana explains it to somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the time I banished Abigail. <laughs> yeah. At I Tang's put house. Her in the spider brooch. <laughs> Kev is going to. See, now you just spoiled that. <laughs> that was not told in these episodes. Be careful. Kev is going to guard baby Anthony with his life because they're busy with the freaking ghoulies. This is what was happening back then in Cloughfield Confusion. Okay. So Archie buys his own blown up house. <clears throat> Sound financial investment. Yes. yes. That he punched through the walls and stuff also. <laughs> Uh, Hermosa calls and threatens Veronica because I don't know. I thought she thought she, she knew she was going to kill him anyway, but now she's mad because she did it. At the Coopers, Betty says, let's face this together, Archie. And he says, well, if you really want to be with an unemployed, non-unionized construction worker worth a mortgage, I'm in. Who doesn't? And the vet calls, the veterinarian calls and says, bingo is all better. All his legs are healed already. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Invincible. Um, And it pops. Glenn is all beat up and he leaves with his takeout. Again, not pancakes. He gets attacked in his car by the trash bag killer, TBK. Mm. He should not have... Messed with Betty is what he says, basically. Disrespecting. Disrespecting. I couldn't read my own right. Rough. That was episode 101. A lot happened in that episode. The thing that tickled me the most about this episode is when they're going over their new abilities. Jughead's dealing with his deafness. Betty's dealing with this strange sensation. And Archie says he's getting denser. (laughs) <laughs> like that yep that that checks it out archie's was always been yeah, was, dense but he just you didn't gets a think he could denser. get any denser <laughs> i'm even denser oh we're getting denser by the minute he could fight two bears now <laughs> he's gonna be a white dwarf star by the end of this. <laughs> so we can do another episode what we got after 102 death at a funeral Brought to you by Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. I had a Doritos reference in here. I threw in there. We got at the blue and gold, I think. Jughead says, I can. He's talking to himself. You can hear his thoughts throughout this episode when he's talking. And he's saying how, you know, there's all these things he can't do because of hearing, but he can still eat hamburgers and kiss Tabitha. <laughs> in that but, order. But other than that, how will I go? Barchi are taking turns smashing their hands in a vice <laughs> while they're constructing the, the house. She's like, that hurts. And he's like, nope, doesn't hurt me. <laughs> I'm dense, you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I am super dense. Um, Britta says, hey, hey, Nana, Cheryl's acting weird. That's because Nana Rose just says it. Mm-hmm. She, you, there's no lying anymore. She says, that's because I put Abigail's soul into her and Cheryl's gone forever. Yeah. Nan, <laughs> Nana don't lie. 
<laughs> she just tells you. I mean, she's she's pretty straightforward. Cheryl comes out in some sexy dress and says, "Do all the ladies dress like harlots?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, Britta. Every time Britta is on screen from here on out, she has the greatest facial expressions and like side eye and weird looks. And yeah, she <laughs> she's the MVP of this this run here. Ah, uh, Rose says, "Fallen times." Let's uh, take the Dale back from the Council of Four. She's talking about the freaking town council heads, TT and whoever else. I don't know who else. Tabitha, Frank, Thunder, and who? Yeah, that's four. Was TT one of them? Yeah. Is she the other one? Yeah. Okay. So at the Blue and Gold, uh, I have flashcards with. Archie. Oh, uh, that Archie's kind of finding out about Jughead being deaf and they're uh, talking. Uh, then we get the Pembroke vet, Veggie are talking. The Ram was, she tells Reggie the Ram was found dead and he's like, you did this. <laughs> and she said, well, there's a memorial service at the casino. Don't tell my grandma. Don't tell it, my abuelita. Uh, I killed dad. Please. At Pops, Sheriff Keller and Kevin are sitting there talking. And Baby Anthony is there also. Because he's Baby Anthony setting. And also he says, I would like to be your deputy. Yeah. Oh, yes. He wants to be your Enos. So. Coopers, Agent Lynn calls. Glenn's car was found. Then we get to meet the Abuelito. She introduces Geraldo. I think she says he's her grandson. I thought she said he was her grandson, which didn't make sense to me, but I didn't rewind. I, but mm. that doesn't make sense. Veronica's her granddaughter, so maybe yeah. I misheard that. Um, And she tells Veronica she wants her to do the eulogy for the ring. And she's like, oh, okay. At Tang's Jughead. Has to wait six months for an implant to try to hear again. And she she wants him to learn sign language. He doesn't want to bother. He wants to wait six months to get an implant. He can't write without music or the clack of the keyboard. So he just can't write. And at the FBI, Betty is hearing the this whining in her head. She's getting like migraines. And then she gets a package in the mail and it there's a foot in it. Mm. She'd know that foot anywhere. That's Glenn's foot. That's Glenn's yeah, foot. It's a foot in the box. <laughs> Step one, put the foot in the box. Step two, send it to the FBI. At the, <laughs> then we're at the gym at the El Royale, where all town meetings take place now. Right. Yep. Uh, Archie needs dumpsters at his house. He wants to request dumpsters at his house because they're doing some reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veronica mentions that her dad died and everyone can rejoice. Percival Pickens shows up and just kind of blabs about how he's new in town. And Abigail slash Cheryl says uh, something, you know, some, some, I don't remember what she says. The Thunder says something about Percival maybe being uh, related to General Augustus Pickens. Yeah, I remember that name. And then Abigail recognizes Thomasina up there on the panel. Mm. Oh, 
you bet she does. Her, her ex-lover uh, from the past. So, Jugatha, well, at, at Tang's house, Jug sees a helmet on the chair. He just randomly sees a motorcycle helmet on a chair in the living room. As it, It's just like, it's sitting on a chair in the living room as if he acts like it's been sitting there for years and he never saw it. So, I mean, it's really weird, you know. Anyway, he's like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. So at Thistle House, Abigail's asking about TT, who she is and stuff. Betty tells Archie she thinks the trash bag killer is slowly killing Glenn, sending her to pieces. Uh, Jughead wrecked his motorcycle and Tabitha's mad, but hey, can't hear. And he never felt so alive as when he wrecked, was riding that motorcycle. Jug, you're not unbreakable. <laughs> Has Jughead, I don't remember, when did he quit the Serpents? Do you remember? He was the leader. In like, before the time jump, so was it that long ago? Oh, definitely. He hasn't been doing that since then. Yeah, because he went to New York. Up dressed and stuff. Yeah. Because the only Serpents left are T.T. and Fangs, pretty much, yeah. that we can name there's no sweet pea there's no you know cheryl and lug nut lug nut tire yeah, on, baby all... teeth yeah. <laughs> fp baby, baby teeth anthony yeah yeah wait till he gets his baby anthony <laughs> teeth <laughs> <laughs> so one of the construction crew guys finds palladium is that it palladium yeah yeah yeah. Finds it in Archie's basement. And Archie's like, cool, man, I'll you know give you some money for it or the next one you can have. The Coopers, the crew goes over there next door to the Coopers for coffee, and Archie just starts chugging hot coffee, and they're like, What are you doing? It's like, Isn't yeah, man. He's like, Yeah, man, it's hot. It's really hot. Uh, I, it burns. Very he's very convincing. I'm sorry, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super dense, didn't us? I'm like a thermos, bro. <laughs> so Abigail goes to see TT at the school. She's like a counselor or whatever. And she's talking about wanting to adopt Britta, trying to just chat up TT. Uh, super fan of the uh, of Hermione comes to dinner after Hermione comes to town for Real Housewives of wherever. Where'd she live? New York, I guess. Or, I don't know. I um, thought but, this this woman quit the show and she came back like four times. Yeah. She comes back and she's trying to do her show. You know, Veronica wants to clear the room so she can actually talk to her mom and Kevis, like throwing his napkin down. He's mad that he doesn't, he's not going to see Real Housewives stuff. Yeah, I wrote, Kevin loves the drama Hermione brings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and Veronica tells her that she killed her dad, which she's totally cool with. Um, Archie falls through the upstairs landing of at his house, as Archie would. He's super dense. I don't super know if we dense. that. And he just falls through the floor. But this time he bleeds. His hand hurts. Mm. And it bleeds. So there's this new teacher guy that 
this deaf teacher and he's going to help Jug. His name was Daniel Defoe. Oh, was it? Okay. Who is the author of Robinson Crusoe? I don't know. Why. <laughs> he's like a very famous author, Daniel Defoe. Was Robin Crusoe, Robinson Crusoe, deaf or anything? I do not believe so. Maybe the writer was. Hmm. Um, trash bag killer visits Betty. Uh, he's got a hand for her, and Archie calls, and she tells the trash bag killer, Arch- Archie will kick your ass. <laughs> Yeah, so my favorite thing about this episode was the mug shot they showed. So someone has done like you know, a police sketch artist or mug shot thing of a guy wearing a trash bag. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they're passing it around. Like, if you see this guy, you should call the cops. He could be dangerous. <laughs> like, well, they have I mean, to tell people if you see a guy wearing a trash bag, yeah. he could be a problem. It's not yeah, the <laughs> normal trash bag guy. Not Scuba Steve. <laughs> uh, so Abigail visits TT at the Worm now, and she wants a little more butter in her beer. Yeah, I don't know that was a is that a, a witch reference? Is this a Harry Potter yeah. reference? Maybe it's all I got out of it. I'm not sure. Or maybe they used beer. to drink butter in their beer back in the yeah. olden times. But it's very they tart. talk. They talk about Thomasina, and TT kind of talks shit about her, and she. And she's like, no, she's sticking up for her. She was murdered by a warlock pirate. <laughs> and then Fangs walks up and she's like, oh, no. There he, he is. It's he the looks warlock just pirate. like the warlock pirate. Yeah. <laughs> That's the man who fought the Civil War for 30 years. <laughs> so Betty mentions that she couldn't see the trash bag killer's aura. And now she's having headaches. And Archie's like, and I'm vulnerable. I'm less dense. She's like, what's your weakness, Superman? He's like, I think it's palladium. Whoa. So good I thought thing I saw, that stuff there is was, everywhere. There yeah. was at that moment, there was like a shadow on the wall. Like they acted like somebody was in the room. And then I don't feel like that ever paid off. But I thought we were about to have a hilarious prank. <laughs> so Chughead tries writing for the doctor for five hours he puts him in a quiet room and says just write and he can't can't accomplish anything there's no music Uh, there's nothing no clickety clack Mm -hmm. so at this house abigail's upset about finn fogarty being there you know and nana says well tt is serpent trash and so she's not having that so she puts nana in a stall with hay on the floor (laughs) <laughs> like a horse stall. Yeah. Yeah. In the barn. Yeah. It's a pretty wow. nice barn, but yeah. still. Um, I thought that was funny. And so the line about the pig, you're you're part of the pig people. Yeah, the pig people. were the pig people. <laughs> Somebody else, person. who else was the pig people? Somebody else was the Uncle pig people. <gasps> Baby yes. Anchor. Uncle uh feed him feed him human. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The other blossoms. Yeah. They were pig people. (laughs) So Jughead couldn't write anything, and the Daniel guy gives him a graphic novel called Seen, Not Heard. Is that an actual graphic novel? I don't know. Wow. Great research. Nothing nothing I recognize. Um, So Anato 
the killer hired by Veronica shows up to kill her. Apparently, we believe she was hired by her sister, Hermosa. And Geraldo, Abuelita's <laughs> uh, helper, shoots Anana. What a shot. It's amazing. Right through the back of the head with silence. So Jughead finishes reading the graphic novel and he can now write again. Only now he's going to be writing comics. He's found a way to write visually. Those are easier. (laughs) That's what I heard. You have to write less. Piece of cake, Jug. Yep. So... Uh, Dennis, the crew guy, he found more palladium and he hands it to Archie and then he wangs him with a monkey wrench. So we got a nice wanging. Um, so was he the shadow then? Was that, I assume somebody overheard? I assume. Yeah. So Buddy goes to sketch Allie and the, she, they've told her trash bag killer was there there's some guy with a trash bag they saw the guy somebody saw the flyer that's, that's the mug a guy with a trash bag on his head and called the called the fbi so she goes down there it all paid off she mm-hmm. goes down there pulls it off his head that's not the guy the guy's like it's not me they just made me aware of this i just have a message i'm supposed to deliver to the blonde lady it says uh check the trash cans mm-hmm. there's more pieces of glenn <laughs> he's in there's a piece in every trash can yes and there's a oddly a, a large amount of trash cans in sketch alley yeah <laughs> something sketchy about that the, at the uh casino where they're doing the funeral as you do <laughs> there's a young picture of the ram in a wrestling outfit holding a trophy it's like an actual picture of him from his high school days. It's exactly what it I looks want. Looks like it's from fucking 1942. <laughs> and she it gives him. It was his highest accomplishment in life. What else would yeah. be? Yeah. He's like, he's, he's set, asked them to have his entire role revolve around his high school identity. <laughs> um, she gives her eulogy. And ends it with, I will always love my dadikins. Lame. Oh, Archie wakes up to the trash bag killer telling him that he's the boogeyman. Thunder, the thunder shows up downstairs and yells up and he's like, I'm just cleaning. And she's like, well, bingo ate my shoes and I'm leaving him here. So bingo goes upstairs and Archie yells, bingo, kill. Yeah. And Bingo pushes the TVK out the window, and he run, and TVK runs off. Oh, there's nothing better on this show than when someone goes out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so, at the funeral home slash casino, um, Geraldo tells Veronica that he has a recording of the Ram that he's supposed she's supposed to listen to. So. Archie's telling Betty after the fact, luckily, Bingo remembered his commands from his old dogfighting days. All he sure. said was Bingo kill. Yeah. And he actually didn't kill him. So no, he didn't much. say Bingo push. No. <laughs> Bingo, take the trash out. Yeah. 
That's good. Say all of these led to the same thing. Um, she said, "I found most of Glenn, even his head." So Glenn is definitely dead. Thank God. She's going to leave town because trash bag killer will follow her. She says, and then he is very. This is a neat plan. He is very likely to once they're away from town, he may get distracted, yeah. and then she'll come back. <laughs> He'll get distracted. I was like, wow, that's a neat plan. If I know anything about the trash bag killer, that sounds like him. Easily distracted. <laughs> so Veronica listens to the tape. She hear the Rams voice. So he got paid to do something. He made this recording. Miha. <laughs> was all for you. I never doubted your love. You can have my rum business. Adios. Enjoy Doritos. and then uh the thistle house abigail sees i assume cheryl's reflection in the mirror like yelling at her and so she breaks the mirror and then so yeah nana had said cheryl's gone forever so now we get a hint oh wait cheryl's there's still a part yeah there's some cheryl around there (laughs) then we get uh last thing that happens back at tang's house um, I can't remember why that makes sense. Um, that, <laughs> I really don't. Uh, why? What Tang? You're you're thinking TT and Fang's house. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, That's yeah. Why I was like, this doesn't make any sense. At Jugathus, at Jugathus okay. house. Okay. okay. So they're sitting there, and she's reading a book, and she says. I wonder if I left the stove on it pops or whatever. And he's like looking and realizes she's not talking. And then he's like, did you just think about whether you locked the door or check the stove and all this stuff? And she's like, yeah. And we realize he can now hear people's thoughts. Oh man. Crazy. So everybody's getting powers. Yeah. You're neat. That's what I thought. It's like, it's weird. Archie and Betty got abilities and Jughead got a a handicap, but no. Well, also, well, that's because he was the furthest away from the blast. The one, Mm -hmm. someone closer to the blast was Bingo. (laughs) Bingo was third away from the blast and he got four broken legs. Yeah. All he got was broken legs. (laughs) But he healed fast, though. He got some of that density. Mm -hmm. Dog density. I am your density. <clears throat> Amazing. Wow. You know what? Knowing there's an end to this makes each one of these more special. Good. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Knowing, it's the only thing that got me back on board is right. knowing, knowing that there, there's an end to this. Right. Because it used to be. It, it felt like it, it, was it felt forever. it was very, oh, you know, overbearing on me. To, you know, like <laughs> I said, there's a lot of content, and this is the only one that requires me to write notes. Yeah. Yeah. Very a whole lot of notes while I'm doing it, so it's the last thing I want to watch. <laughs> but knowing that there's an end to it, I'm still on board. <laughs> and it's only getting weirder. It's only getting more Riverdale. We hope you stick with us through the end. We're here. I don't care how low the ratings get. I don't care how weird the show gets. Doesn't matter. We're on the Dale train. Oh. So hop aboard with us. Stay aboard with us. And we'll see you next time. My name is Jordan Lowe. Choo-choo. I'm Cliff Barnes. 
Enjoy Doritos. Seth, bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.